Alton Richard Callender, David Payne, Matt Smith, Sarah Ryan and Brett Devine as our uh, panel and guests today. We're going to be looking at racing in New South Wales at Queen Bianne. Good little meeting there today. You heard us having some fun before with the big sports breakfast boys. They'll be back tomorrow from 5.30. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of attention on the last today at Queen Bianne where we've got uh, Luke Marlowe and Tommy Berry heading down with Super Vogue even money in the last. We might even try at some point, Westy, to join the Hyundai. Now, now, Barry's got some really nice cars, as we know. Look, all the jocks have very flash cars, as you'd expect. They do a lot of travelling in them, but Marlowe's only got the old uh, Hyundai. So well, it would be interesting to see if Marlowe's driving the Hyundai down to Queen Bee. We might try and join them later just to see if that has eventuated. And we're going to have some fun as well uh, with Whitey, who, of course, 40 years, 40 years in the racing game. Graham White, gee, you'd have some stories. And looking forward to chatting with Graham after Racing HQ this morning. Let's get to our first guest, though. Tom Charlton joins us on the line. G'day, Tom. Hey, Dave. First off, how's the boss, mate? Apparently not too good. He's, he's got the flu. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's going to be okay. He's just a, a bit... Coughing and coughing a bit, but uh, I think uh, you've sent him home pretty well. Um, I think he's got a doctor's appointment, but uh, beautiful, he'll be, he'll be on a flight to New Zealand in a couple of days. I tell you that. So he's going to relax over there. And so, what we're basically going to see is obviously the stable fly. I mean, when John's away, <laughs> it goes to another level, uh, as we've seen in the past. Um, did you? Oh. <laughs> did, did, did you enjoy your time at the Gold Coast? I mean, obviously, I saw you up there, mate. Um, very competitive. It, it's difficult to get into as uh, to some of these horses, but the ones you've got to seem very nice. Yeah, it's um, it's an enjoyable week, but it's quite a taxing week at the same time, probably. <laughs> You leave sort of frustrated each day. You might have missed a couple of horses you wanted to, and but it's hard. It's like you know, it's hard work trying to sell horses and entertain owners. But it, but it's it's good. It's different. It's a working holiday, I guess. Mm. But and, and speaking overall, yeah, know, we, we bought we bought pretty well. Um, I think John was saying it's probably one of his biggest sales that he spent. Um, you know, total and probably I think we bought about ten or eleven horses ourselves. Yep. So. That's sort of a good number, and I'm sure we might pick a few more up along the way, um, and that's a good start. And speaking of uh, the the stable, I mean, obviously, uh, we had an incident. We had a couple of incidents on the Saturday. First off, obviously, Sydney Bowler, who has returned to Sydney, I believe, and uh, obviously there's a little bit of bark off him here and there, but quite extraordinary that he comes through that uh, unscathed. Yeah, he um, he's actually still up at Newington Farm. Okay. Um, so we'll probably keep him up there for a couple more weeks or something. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty alarming. When I went into the stewards' room, well, John and I went in sort of five minutes after it occurred. We, that's when it really hit home how how serious it could have been. Um, just seeing the position he was in. But um, you know, once he once he was out and okay, and it all looked sort of minor uh, cuts and cuts and bruises. It, yeah, I actually felt positive about the whole thing because everyone kept coming up to me and saying, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry." So well, I actually felt really happy in a way because I thought where we could have been, it ended up being a positive result. So you know, as long as the horse is okay, it's the most important thing, and um, you know he's going to race on. So that's you know that was the most important thing on the day, really. And what about the other horse too? Just just you know, missing the kick there. 
I know that uh, I could, you know, I vividly remember because I was on. You always remember when you're on, but uh, Jean Quira, who just things didn't go to plan like the previous Saturday. No, she, she's one that often is a bit of a victim in the gates. Um, she's always had a bit of an issue of just jumping in the air when they open. And the week before, we got it right. And this uh, on, on Saturday, again with Craig, probably just timing wasn't wasn't perfect um and and um, whether whether she wins don't don't quite know but i'd say she would have, wouldn't have been far away and it would have been uh, definitely in the first two or maybe three yeah what about um, what, what about this weekend mate um i see obviously these nominations have filtered through in the last 24 hours there's some big names from the stable especially maximal in the Carrington, are you going to start these horses or are they just sort of, you've thrown the noms in just to see how the race has landed? Well, three uh, three in the Carrington will all accept. Okay. Um, lovely sort of races for horses peaking, like Zoo Tiger, Waihaha Falls. Um, Maximal, he's obviously coming, he's been off for over a year uh, with a setback. Um, he's also come, he's now a gelding, first time he's raced with us as a gelding. Um and with him, he's, he's taken sort of a bit of time to get the weight off him and get him up to, to race fitness. Um, and he's still got good improvement. But our thinking is probably giving him a run on Saturday, uh, this Saturday, yeah, um, then sort of maybe three weeks into his next run and just try and get him back in the game before things start to get a bit more serious for him in the main part of the carnival. What have you noticed about him differently? And we're chatting with Tom Charlton this morning from... Uh, John O'Shea's uh, John O'Shea Racing, of course, you're the assistant trainer, racing manager there for John. What have you noticed differently about Maximal uh, now that he obviously has had that gear change? Well, he's a very enthusiastic, happy horse. He always has been, but probably fair to say his his mind is a bit wayward at times um, when racing, and, and still racing to a very high level. I never forget um, when he ran second in the Turnbull. Uh, ben Mellon came in and said he was shouting at the other horse down the straight, which can't can't imagine he would have been, you know, putting a maximum amount of effort in if, if that's the case. Mm. So it's encouraging that you know if we can get him back to that sort of form, um, and now with the going can can just improve him that bit more, then then he's definitely a horse that is very capable in, in, at the top level as as we've seen previously. So um, that he's training beautifully and he's going to be a horse once he gets a sort of beyond a mile, probably, um, you know, 2,000 and maybe even a bit further when, when, when he become, comes into his own. And obviously with that trial that he had uh, yesterday, uh, we speak of Maximal, so he had a bit of a scoot around. He was beaten four lengths in that 850 group trial. Just because the fact that he would then jump in Saturday, could we take that as a, you know, a fact that he is really, really well? And, and could he surprise? Could he surprise finishing in the top three? He's got the class. Oh, I'd, I'd expect him to run very well on the weekend, yeah, for sure. Uh, whether it's just, you, you know, like the trial yesterday, um, it's one of those trials where you sort of got the second half of the stayers and the first half of the quicker ones, um, and they rattled home about 32 and a half seconds. So he, he was doing all, all you could ask for a horse of his sort of um, abilities. And... There's no reason why he wouldn't run well, but there's obviously just good improvement. When he's been off the track for over a year, I'd just say it might take a run or two to see him back to his very best. Tom, uh, before we get to runners for the stable that are at the races, just yesterday on the trials, 
was taken by a two-year-old trial of yours yesterday, linebacker. I thought it was very, very mm. nice. Yeah, he's a quality, quality animal. Um, always has been from the moment we started doing anything with him as a as a young sort of two-year-old. Um, another horse who's definitely probably going to be more that three-year-old guinea style. Um, won't be sort of jumping into anything like a Canterbury or anything too too fast and, and high in this early stage of the autumn, but a really nice horse. Um, could run on the 7th at Warwick Farm. There's a 1,300-metre two-year-old maiden there. Um, and then we'll just see whether... Yeah, how far we go this autumn, um, but he's he's definitely a horse that uh, we think very highly of. Yeah, so he he wouldn't be a a slipper horse for you. He would be more maybe, uh, you know, those longer two year old races possibly. Yeah, he wouldn't be a slipper horse, but it wouldn't be wouldn't be a thousand to one to maybe end up in a in a fourteen hundred or sixteen hundred option. Yeah. But we're just. Just won't be putting you know maximum pressure on him at this early stage. Still think he's got good improvement and mentally just going to keep coming on nicely with with time and, and patience. And also yesterday at the trials, I saw Cafe Millennium have a scoot around. I saw as well Rhythm of Love. I mean, these are horses that have ability, and if the penny drops with them, um, you're going to have some fun this autumn. So they're sort of all back turning around, aren't they? They're, they're, the stable's back to capacity. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of the first set of trials after a lot of the, the autumn horses and uh, Cafe Millennium. As everyone knows, he's got a, a huge, huge amount of ability. It's sort of he's a huge seventeen-hand horse, and he's just found all his racing. He's been missing the break a bit, um, so he's probably a little bit better yesterday. Even out the gates, he was only sort of a couple lengths off him, which still isn't ideal. Um, just trying to have him in a position in a race where he's not forfeiting five to ten lengths every time, which when you're playing around at the top level or the, or the, the better levels, you, you can't do. So, you know, a very talented horse that we can really look forward to. But we just need to try and uh, get some of those one percenters a little bit better before we go racing. And lastly, from the trials, I'm always looking for a winner, Silver Cliff. Surely she, when she goes to the races, she's going to be very competitive. Yeah, nice filly, big, big, strong filly. Looks fast, uh, good racing pattern. Jumps, does everything very professionally. Um, there's a chance we probably won't trial her again. We may run her Friday night at Canterbury uh, next Friday. This is uh, in a three-year-old, 1100 maiden. Ideally, love to run a fillies race, but um, we'll have a look next week. See how the race looks like. Maybe, maybe producer there, but I'll be disappointed if she's not a. Not won a race before the end of her campaign, for sure. Yeah, she's very, very nice. Uh, Gosford, tomorrow, you've got uh, three in. We'll start with the race one. Uh, we can say done. Tommy Berry rides. Awkward draw uh, over the mile, so he's got to start uh, from double digits. May come in with scratchings, but uh, we haven't seen this horse since September last year and only the one trial uh, back at Canterbury. Yep, she um, she had a, a sort of jump out before uh, that, that official trial, so should be forward enough, um, but is, a, is definitely a staying filly who should get to sort of 2,400 metres in time. So we'll, from the gate, I'd say she'll be positive enough. She's got a big action and just leave it to Tommy to work out from there. Whether it's a bit sharp for her first up remains to be seen. But again, she's another filly we'd, we'd be expecting to break her maid and hopefully over her first few runs as preparation. What about uh, the filly uh, in race three, Amnesia? Uh, Tyler Schiller on board? 
Yeah, nice filly. Um, a little bit backwards still, um, taking a bit of time to come to hand. Definitely stay further than 1,200. Um, but I'd say it's more than likely she, she'll run either Saturday at Newcastle or maybe Sunday at Wild. Um, just drawn a bit awkward tomorrow. Probably be a bit more favourable for her just to draw a bit nicer for her first up run. So she'll probably stay at home. And lastly, mate, uh, save a date for me. A frustrating horse at times. A lot of ability, as shown early on in his career. Um, but he's starting to find his form again. Uh, his last run was really creditable. Uh, now third up, hard fit, drawn well, Tommy in the saddle, and looks a winnable race. So he's a talented horse. He just, uh, you know, he's improving each run, which is the main thing. And he's very much up to this grade. So hopefully he can put his best foot forward. Good to chat with you this morning, Tom. Tom Charlton, of course, the assistant trainer and racing manager, John O'Shea. Hopefully uh, John gets better, mate, and good luck to at the sales over there in New Zealand as a stable. I know you've got a lot of New Zealand bred horses and you like buying them as well over there, and uh, let's hope that these horses can run very well at Gosford for you tomorrow. Thanks, Dave. Good to chat. Cheers, mate. Tom Charlton this morning, plus as well.